to Buzztown after the buzzer. This is our fifth episode. Uh, this game's or this episode will be on Georgia Tech's women's basketball t- game against Miami, which happened yesterday, February twenty. Uh, my name is Jack Purdy. I am the assistant sports editor of the Technique, uh, which is the weekly student publication out of Georgia Tech's campus. It's a fun time. Please come write for us if you want to. Um, just me again today. Uh, this was this game was the senior day game for the Jackets uh, for Virginia Stratman, Sarah Bates, and Lodamai Latinen. Uh, Lorella Kubai is also a fifth year, but she got her senior day last year. Um, I think that happened before the NCAA announced there was going to be an extra year of eligibility happening. Um, so hence why she was not uh, on the floor for that part. Um, so this was the 19 and 7, 16th ranked Georgia Tech going against the unranked fi- uh, 15 and 10 Miami who Tech had lost to earlier in the season on a last-second bucket. They lost by one on a road game. It was kind of rough. Uh, Miami just did enough to squeeze it out at the end. That was about a month ago in mid-January. So it, for Tech, it was definitely a weird month between some a weird losing streak for them, uh, also facing some tough teams ever since they did play Miami, uh, but still some promising signs at the same time. But regardless, this was a must-win game for ranking purposes uh, within both the AP poll, the com- the top 16 committee that will decide who hosts NCAA tournament games, but also when we start playing games in the ACC tournament. The top four seeds don't play until next Thursday instead of Wednesday, uh, which is very nice in terms of having an extra day of rest. Um, this was also the last of the guaranteed home games Tech has. There's only two games left this season, both on the road. The only way in which they could, in theory, host another game is if they get to host an NCAA tournament game. That's about it on that front. Um, so the game itself, this was a, this was a rough one to say the least. It just there there. I played baseball growing up, and there was just some days where I was either pitching or just something, and whatever was happening, our team just had the wrong vibe. It, it, it may have been when you're on the right wrong side of the bed when we woke up, dreary day. I don't know, but there was just some games I played where it's just like nothing clicked, and we got we got pummeled, and it was just like I just didn't feel like there was much we could do about it. Um, I don't think I would say there was nothing Tech couldn't do about it in this case, but it just nothing was working offensively. Um, the defense wasn't actually that bad, um, especially they only allowed 50, 51 points today or yesterday. So it was certainly much better than the last couple games. Uh, but Tech had, they were had open shots they were passing up. They were giving Miami some open shots that they were just flat out missing. It, it wasn't, it, it just was not a good look offensively for the Jackets. Miami, once they got the lead in the first quarter, never let it go. Uh, they won 51 to 39. Tech had first, or they had 12 first half points, which I checked during halftime because so I was like, that had to be the record few, and it in fact was for at least this year. Uh, we had uh, scored 16, uh, I believe, against North Carolina. I was, I forgot which game it was. We scored only 16 in, in the first half, uh, but 12 was definitely the fewest uh, by four. Alia Love led the Tech's points with 12. She was the only Jacket to make more than two shots. She made five. Uh, and in fact, was tied to the leading, the leading scorer in the game. Uh, Miami only had one person get to 12, and that was Carly Ariavec, who made three, uh, who made two threes and one more bucket and made all of her free throws. Uh, they they split. It, Miami spread their uh, point load pretty evenly, uh, but also they only scored 51, so it wasn't like they were racking up points too. Uh, Bates got another start. Uh, she was playing. I mean, she's just honestly just been playing better than Stratmanet just right now, and so leaving her in as just the three-point specialist, it just makes sense. Um, the real kicker today was there was 22 turnovers, which was not our season high, um, and we actually won the game with our season high. I forgot who we played, but we had a 23 turnover game, I want to say, and we won that game, so it's like it's not... We can, we, we can be struggling offensively and still win, but not today. Uh, it's still not great. Norea Hermosa had six of the turnovers. Um, she accounted for four of the 12 at halftime. 
Uh, my load of my lots and Ilya Love both also had four turnovers in the game. Uh, and then, yeah, no jacket. It was none of the jackets really got into, I would say, any consistent rhythm. Uh, and there was a lot of subbing going on just to try to give people mental breaks or something. And everything that was tried just wasn't exactly working until garbage time at the end when Miami was able to kind of relax on defense a little bit more. Um, there was lots of fouls in the second quarter. I think there was at least 15. Um, maybe, and now maybe it was at least 12. Either way, it was just it was a choppy at the, at the beginning. No one really making any buckets. The Hurricanes honestly just played a lot faster than we did on offense and on defense. Um, they hit a couple threes in the second quarter, and Bates was just not getting open whatsoever. She had a couple shots, but a couple got blocked, or she was just barely missing. It was it, she wasn't getting she just wasn't open. Um, we were only down four at the it was eight four after the first quarter. Uh, and then the second quarter was uh, uh, at, the, at halftime. It was twenty-four to twelve. So doubling up, Miami doubled up Tech on both fronts in both quarters. Um, and at the end of the near the end of the second quarter, when it was still kind of within range, like it was only a tw- we were only down twelve at the point at, at that point, with about two fifteen left, uh, we had an inbound pass on our on our on our scoring side uh, that Bates was going to throw in, and she had and she waited too long there was a five second violation which would have been really nice because uh, there was a little bit of momentum there going there it had been 10 minutes since tech had scored at one point between the first and second quarter so they literally went an entire quarter's length of game time without scoring and that would have been just a nice spot to get an easy pass in uh hermosa eventually made a real bucket um, and then at the end of the half kubai made a three or a weird deep three uh but she had traveled on it uh she had wasn't able to take a dribble before shoot putting it up, but it looked it was a good shot nonetheless, and so at least it was good to see. There was multiple point, there was multiple bus buckets that the jackets made that were ones that were that went in but didn't count for whatever rhyme or reason. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well at least they're seeing the shots go in the hoop. Like even if they're not counting, they're at least seeing it happen. And I kind of thought that would be enough to kind of like just click jump there at something, but that just never did. Uh, in the third quarter, I I just it was pretty much done when Avion's Carter and uh, one A R and not were both in at the same time, which is very rare, and usually both don't get that many minutes, uh, even on like winning days. Uh, but Carter got 14, Aronaut got four, uh, Dini got 13 off the bench, but another poor stat line. Um, no one, the only the, the the best in terms of plus minus is surprisingly Hermosa with over turnover. She was actually only a minus two today, uh, with four points scored, so it wasn't the worst. Um, Kubai had nine rebounds in the first half and then only three in the second half. Uh, and Tech actually out rebounded Miami throughout the game. Uh, they were plus eight on turn. They were plus eight on rebounds, but then also minus eight on turnovers. Uh, so not great on that. Uh, Miami won the third quarter, eighteen to thirteen, and they had a str- and Tech had a stretch with three straight turnovers. So at that point, I, I, I kind of knew it was out of hand. Uh, Elizabeth B- Bluane got some fourth quarter minutes, just a little bit, and then by the, about the four minute mark in the fourth quarter, I labeled in my paper that it was pretty much garbage time at that point. Which, uh, it sucks. I mean, Tech did get an 8-0 run in garbage time when Bates finally hit a 3, uh, or hit another one. And then Mai got one, but and forced a t- Miami timeout, but it was too little too late at that point. Uh, they were kind of threes that were given up. Uh, in press game afterwards, I mean, it was, or, yeah, post-game interview with Nell Fortner, it was... The, the the tone in the, in, the, in the press conference room was just like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, what, what, what do you even want to say about it? Um... And I mean, Nell knew the offensive execution wasn't great, 
there, there was no no two ways about it. Uh, Miami and Notre Dame in back-to-back games has shown that it is if you got enough size, it is very doable to stop Hermosa and Kuba at the same time. I will say I think, I think there was a few opportunities where they could have driven and maybe try to get fouls or something just at least try to make something happen. Uh, but I th- I think that was I don't want to diagnose what the team was thinking while on the floor, but if and, and, and but Nell mentioned this too like they would the Jackets just didn't take some open shots or just didn't take some shots that they could have taken or usually would have in the past. Um, and so maybe in some ways they were shooting themselves in the foot by just not moving fast enough and not just taking a shot when they had it or just being too patient or just not having the confidence to really do much. It, it, who knows? Um, it's just one of those days kind of happen. Um, I probably was wrong about my losing at the right time thing. I brought up last episode of thinking, ah, oh, maybe we can learn some lessons from it and get better immediately. Well, that didn't really happen. So, uh, but uh, coach still believes in them pretty well, and I, I think that's fair to say. I mean, they've shown they're very mature, um, and I think they still had their head, they still had their heads high during this game. They didn't they did not show they did not show that they had quit. That was the big thing. This team did not show that they had quit, um, which is critical because they've got uh, now at this point it's everything's got to be a win. There's two games left. Uh, the next one's at Florida State on Thursday. Uh, that was a game when Florida State played at home at, in McCamish. They just barely squeaked it out. Uh, they were ahead by a lot, and Florida State came back to make it dicey. Uh, but there it was another game where Mai make a, made a very good layup and uh, kept kept the Jackets ahead. Uh, so, well, that is the end of the home games for Tech. I encourage anyone, to, everyone, to watch these games on TV. Uh, share your support, tweet at them, whatever it is. Um, That'll be it for this episode of Buzztown After the Buzzer. We'll be back Friday morning after that game. Thanks.